Hello, this is Trick, and I'm back with another Quickie Tricky. This week's Quickie Tricky will be a classic uh, episode. Um, and what I mean by that is it's a classic album. And the album I'm going to talk about this week um, actually kind of came back into the news a little bit over the past week. Um, and I'll kind of get a little bit into that here shortly. But the album I'm going to talk about is The Gold Experience by Prince. Now, The Gold Experience came out in 1995. Um, it featured uh, the hits, uh, The Most Beautiful Girl in the World, um, I Hate You, and uh, one of my personal favorite Prince songs, Gold. Um, also has other um, classic songs uh, that are well loved in the Prince fandom. Uh, of course, P Control or Pussy Control, uh, Endorphin Machine. And those are just songs that are absolutely adored in the fandom. And I have a kind of soft spot for a song called Dolphin. Um, so it really is a fantastic album. Now, this album came out when Prince was um, still enamored with the internet. Uh, he felt that really this album is almost like a concept album is what I'm, what I'm trying to get at and how in his utopian mind of the internet, he felt that we should be able to just pull up the keyboard and find an experience. And <laughs> so each of the songs is an experience. Um, but we'll kind of talk a little bit more about that in just a moment. So, um, so I feel like you talk about why this is back in this album came back into the news. So back in, um, back in 2003, um, there was an it Italian court ruling that claimed that Prince plagiarized the most beautiful girl in the world from a little known disco song called taking me to paradise by bruno bergonzi and michelle vicino now um i don't hear it never have but the italian court ruled that it was plagiarism um they won on appeal in 2007 and the third uh judgment on it and the final came out in 2015 um and there's because of that this album has out of print um and the it what it's kind of been hit or miss available on streaming platforms and even if you find it on streaming platforms it is missing the most beautiful girl in the world so but this week this past week, some new court documents have come out that shows that the Prince's state appears to be working on reaching a settlement so the most beautiful girl in the world can be back in circulation. Right now, you cannot find the song anywhere. Um, you have to find a used copy of it to get it. So, um, so... The fandom's hopeful, hopeful <laughs> that they'll that this album, um, which is probably the 
the most well-regarded of his 90s albums, um, will get a deluxe edition like they the Prince of State has done with, you know, uh, Purple Rain in 1999. And most recently, um, you know, the um, my favorite Prince album, Sign of the Times. And, you know, if this can get a deluxe version, that'd be absolutely fantastic because it's such a good album. So, so let's, uh, let's talk a little bit about the, um, what Prince was thinking up and up and up around this time of recording this album. So, um, before this album, uh, came out, Prince had been in a long uh, running dispute with Warner Brothers. Um, Warner Brothers, they thought he was releasing too much music. <laughs> Let's be honest. You know, Prince wanted to release an album like every year, and Warner Brothers thought that was too much. Um, you know, starting with, you know, uh, you know, it's just like they, you know, even going back to like the Sign of the Times album, you know, the original record he delivered to the music or to the executives was a three album set and they had him pare it down to two albums. Um, that's a longer story. We can talk about some other time, but you know, from then on and then, you know, Prince uh, recording the black album and then immediately, you know, pulling it out and, and, you know, going through all this stuff with the record labels and, you know, back in, um, you know, it finally came to a head in 1993 and Prince stopped using Prince as his name and he started using the unpronounceable symbol, <laughs> um, which is kind of the, has kind of become known as like the love symbol, I guess. Um, but, you know, everybody called him the artist formerly known as Prince or the artist, but the night that was, he has actually said now that was a ploy to try to get out of his record contract because if he's no longer Prince, well, they don't have a, they don't have a record contract with the love symbol because it didn't exist. So you just kind of go. Um, but you know, Prince was desperate to get out of his record label or record contract and tried to do everything. He had them. He actually let them re-release. Uh, the black album, which he never wanted to release. Um, he, uh, he <laughs> started going to award shows and uh, interviews with slave carved on his face. Um, you know, and, and it's just, he was just fighting constantly trying to get his music out. Um, you know, so, and, you know, Warner Brothers just thought he was flooding the market. He thought he was, they were you know, they was releasing too much music, um, and you know, and you know, at this point, I mean, Prince had been, you know, his Prince's first album came out in like nineteen seventy seven, um, so he'd been around for a long time. So, you know, it, you know, the, the Gold Experience is his seventeenth album. I mean, seriously, <laughs> so there's a lot of music out there, but you know, regardless, um, that's kind of where Prince was mentally. Um, now prior to release this album, 
1994, uh, Prince actually convinced Warner Brothers to let him release The Most Beautiful Girl in the World independently. So The Most Beautiful Girl in the World as a, as a single was actually released on Prince's MPG Records, not Warner Brothers, and distributed by this independent, a small independent distributor. Um, the single was was hugely successful, um, being la- Prince's last top ten hit, uh, hitting number three on the charts, um, and number one in many countries around the world. But Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers wouldn't let him do that again. I mean, Prince actually wanted to do it again with a with a I think the a single called Love Love Sign, but Warner Brothers nixed that idea. Um, but regardless, you know, Prince finally got, um, you know, just put together this album, and you know, and added um, the goal, you know, um, the most beautiful girl in the world to it. But the gold experience, it, it's probably more cerebral than most people wanted. And honestly, it, it, the album itself was not hugely successful at the time. And, um, but let's kind of, let's kind of pause and let's kind of go through the tracks and then we can kind of talk about that a little bit more. So, on the gold experience, it kicks off with P control <laughs> or pussy control, and this is an iconic Prince song. And you know, in this, I mean, this—it's a story song. It's about a girl named Pussy, and <laughs> um, and really about how you know she's successful because she, she has pussy control, (laughs) you know? So it's such a great song. It's, it's such a rocker. It's, you know, it kind of, it had, has Prince's vocals. It has that kind of Prince rap that he did sometimes and just an iconic, iconic song, Uh, such a fun story song. And, you know, obviously with a title like Pussy Control, you're not going to get a lot of radio play for that because, um, you know, um, yeah, you're not. <laughs> but but it is a it is such a great song. It is just it's just absolutely, um, you know, one of those that just uh, it's it's iconic and it's it's. Ugh, just love it, love it, love it, love it. So right after that rocking opener, and it's just amazing song. Uh, you hear a couple keyboard clicks, and you hear "Welcome to the Dawn," playground for the new power generation. There are over five hundred experiences to choose from. Here's a sample. It's kind of weird and interstitial there, you know. But this is the first example of the MPG operator coming in. And you hear this, this is kind of the narrator of the album and, and all this stuff. And, you know, Prince kind of called it, a, <laughs> called it a, uh, ahead of time. Um, you know, you know, 25, 
26 years ago, uh, you know, we, this would be like a Siri or an Alexa nowadays, you know, and <laughs> just saying, Hey, I want this and it gives it to you. But in this one, you actually have to type it in and it gives it to you. Um, but you know, you know, it's just, and this is kind of like your narrator, you'll hear it a lot. And, and then as far as the sample it gives you, it kicks right in to endorphin machine. Now endorphin machine is one of Prince's best rockers. And, you know, Prince, people think of him as a pop artist. People think of an R and B artist, but man, could he rock when he got, when he got down to it, you know, this, and this, is up there with some of his his better rockers you know northern machine is just a great song and i mean honestly i have no idea what it's about <laughs> i ain't gonna lie to you but who cares you know it's just it's got a it's just it's just a it's just a good rock rocker it's a good song you know it's just i get the fun from it and you know if you've listened to this podcast at all you know i love fun music and this is a fun fun song and you know, Endorphin Machine is right up there with the best uh, rockers of Prince. You know, uh, great guitar work. You know, it just and you have him, Prince, giving you that rapid fire vocal on these, and that's probably why I have no idea what he's saying at the time. <laughs> but but it's such a such a great song, such a great song. You know. Now, right after Endorphin Machine, at the tail end of the track, there's, you know, some Spanish speaking, you know, but basically it says, you know, Prince is dead because um, he stopped using the Prince moniker. Um, but then it goes into, that's S-H-H-H. And it's basically one of his sex ballads. Um it's right up there with the door and scandalous. And I really kind of like this one a lot. Cause it's like, Hey, you know, this loves a private affair. No one, no one needs to interrupt our flow. We don't need music. We don't need candlelight. We don't need anything but the sound of our bodies. And it's uh, just such a great sex song. And, and, you know, and he's got so many, of them. <laughs> but this is a great one. Um, you know, can't really get too deep into the lyrics and you know what I really think of them, but it's it's just a nice nice sex ballad, got and you gotta love it. But then <laughs> flips, so you had your your rocker, then you had your your ballad, you know your sex ballad, and then it kicks into We March, which is one of those times that Prince gets political, and Prince. You know, Prince was political in his music a lot over the years. I mean, Sign of the Times itself, the song, is political, you know. And uh, before that, you had, uh, you know, Free and, um, you know, stuff like that. Um, but this one is, you know, really speaks more to the black experience, um, you know, of the you know 90s. You know, he talks about how, you know... He can't, he can't buy land, even when it's credits good. Um, you know, water, water, you know, isn't good to drink and the neighborhoods and stuff like that. Um, 
and you know, and but he talks about you know we march, and you know this was twenty six years ago, and and even though it's twenty six years ago, a lot of these same issues are happening, and is part of the experience of being in the U.S. So, you know, it's it's a I mean it's just a great song. I mean you know and. I, I, I like a good political song <laughs> and, uh, um, you know, and, and we March is a good one. It's, you know, it's, uh, got a good, got a good message, got a good song, you know, uh, I just enjoy it. And then it goes from we March and then you have another MPG operator interstitial. And this one says you've now access to beautiful experience and this, this experience will encompass blah, blah, blah. And it's just all these different things related to love, you know, love courtship, um, you know, uh, hate and all that stuff. Um, and then goes in the most beautiful girl in the world. And the most beautiful girl in the world is just one of my favorite love ballads that Prince ever did. I mean, it's just, you know, It's it's nearly perfect. I mean, it's like I, I just I love the song so much, you know. Um, I mean, could you be the most beautiful girl in the world? It's plain to see your reason that God made a girl. I mean, it's just it's just simple lyrics, but it's, man, that's just like, you know. Um, how can I get through days when I can't get through hours? You know. And I try to see you and I'm devoured. It's just, it's just like, I know it's, oh, it's just such a great song. I just, the most beautiful girl in the world. And this, that's why it breaks my heart that this song is missing from streaming platforms. And you actually have to own the album to, to, you know, to do, have it. Of course, I own the album. I own the cassette single and I own the CD maxi single they released in 1994 with the remixes. But there's my collector in me again. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, the most beautiful girl in the world. I mean, that's, it's just such, such an amazing, amazing song. And then right after, um, the most beautiful girl in the world, you get dolphin. Now dolphin, um, if you didn't know what the song was, and you're just listening to the album. Um, you know, the lyrics start. How beautiful do the words have to be before they conquer every heart? How will you know if I'm even in the right key? If you make me stop before I start. But then he flips it. If I came back as a dolphin, <laughs> would you listen to me then? Would you let me be your friend? Would you let me in? You can cut off all my fins, but to your way, I would not bend. I'll die before I let you tell me how to swim. And I'll come back again as a dolphin. And I know I gave a <laughs> kind of uh, interesting reading to that, but uh, it's, it, it's weird. <laughs> I don't know how to say, you know, it starts off. Uh, oh yeah, this is nice. And then all of a sudden, if I come back at the dolphin, <laughs> you know, just random. And 
I mean, it's a good message, you know. It's like you know, you you're not gonna you're not gonna tell me how to swim, you know, <laughs> and and then it's it's weird, but it works, and it's just it's just I just and you know it's it's I just love the 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 weirdness of it, but still just the good message that comes through the weirdness and it's just a fun song and it's but with a good message of making sure that you know you don't bend to other people's will you know you, you stay free you know and oh just <laughs> just strange but so so perfect <laughs> it's just you know <laughs> You know, as, as you can tell, I'm a little bit of a Prince nerd, but that's okay. So after the Dolphin, and you've had such a great start to this album, you'd have, you know, you've had your your story songs, you've had your rocker, you've had your sex ballad, you've had your political song, you've had your love ballad, you've had your strangely... Um, inspirational song based on the metaphor around the dolphin. And then you get another MPG operator interstitial saying that you've now accessed the now experience and lists, you know, some great classic Prince dance tracks that are included, supposed to be included in this experience. And they said that was then, and this is now, and the song starts. But this is the song I'm most likely skipping on the album. I just don't care for it. Um, you know, I've never clicked, really clicked with it. Don't um, musically, it's just not my bag. Not not a fan of this song. You know, you know. Sometimes a great album has a has a clunker, and this that's the clunker for me. I hate to say it, um, but then you know it goes from now when you finally get through it um you have an, another mpg interstitial and it says you've now accessed a beautiful experience which you just already did and then you know kind of clicks over and it says and then it repeats commitment a few times and then you know you hear prince says you know now uh 319 please and somebody speaking back and another language before starting the song 319. Now 319 um, is another sex song on the album. <laughs> it's a Prince song, album. Of course, there's going to be a few of those. Um, this one, this one's really more of an upbeat kind of horn driven, um, you know, or horn sampled, I guess you could say um, that, you know, sex song. Um, this one was also featured in uh, the movie Showgirls, <laughs> um, and you know, so uh, that kind of gives you an idea of what uh, <laughs> to expect <laughs> with the song. Um, but yeah, it's 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 just it's a good it's a fun song, you know. It just um, three nineteen is kind of a weird but weird number, but it is. Um, it's, you know, just a good, good, uh, you know, it's just a sex, a good sex song. <laughs> it's, I don't know how to, what else to say about it. 
So after I hate you, you get into the final of the MPG interstitials or MPG operators. And this one is like, it's like, you've done access to beautiful experience, but then it kind of like goes haywire and all these different, you know, octaves and, or, you know, speeds and all that stuff before it like finally comes around to you've now accessed the gold experience. And then it goes in to gold and gold is my favorite song on this album. This song is, um, you know, one of those important ones to me. Um, it is, you know, um, I just, uh, just love the song. It's, it's just, you know, everyone wants to, everybody wants to sell what's already been sold. Everybody wants to tell what's already been told, you know, it, I just, I, I just, uh, just love this song. I don't know how else to tell it, but it's, it's, and it's, it's, it is a long song, you know, um, I think, you know, um, if not the longest on the album, the second longest, it's, it's pretty long. It's like over seven minutes long, but you know, I just, I love the music to it. I love the lyrics to it. I love the message of it. You know, it's just, it's gold, man. <laughs> it's, it is absolute gold. And the fact that this was only hit 88 on the charts always kind of blew my mind. But, you know, honestly, Warner Brothers wasn't really working with Prince very well at that point. And, you know, and it's just, and I don't, and, and honestly, as much as I love the song, I don't, I don't think it was the right time for the song um, to be, to hit radio. Um, I, it, like I said, it's, it's a great song, but sometimes they're just, it's not the right time to release them, you know? Um, but, oh, that's so, so good. Just love, 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 love this song. 